<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Thank you for coming back again to rock with us you know this podcast is brought to you by hip-hop dx and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip-hop music culture i one of your lovely hosts media personality radio personality podcaster now asia sky and i'm your other lovely host and radio personality podcaster media aficionado a dove it is friday the weekend is finally here it's finally upon us and we got a few things to get to so Ja Rule is dragging Eminem into his ongoing, everlasting 50 Cent beef. I feel like it's never over. It's not going to be over. This is to the death at this point. To the end. Now, Lil Mo has admitted that some of Fat Joe's comments during the versus battle really did hurt her feelings. Also, Nas and Pusha T are among a group of investors in a new app that is set to rival Spotify. Now, we don't want no smoke with Spotify. Uh, no, not none. No smoke. Okay. Now, Lil Uzi, Megan Thee Stallion, Polo G, and more will be performing at Post Malone's Posty Fest 2021. And, of course, it's Friday, so that means New Music Friday. We've got a lot of dope releases to get to, so let's get down to it. But, you know, we got to say this before we get down to it. Make sure you are following DX Daily on whatever platform you're listening on right now. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on an app where you subscribe to us, subscribe to us. We got some important things coming, big things coming up, um, big contests coming up, all types of great things in the pipeline. So if you want to be tapped in, get all the updates, especially on our new episodes and things like that, just make sure you follow the podcast, all right? Now let's really get down to it. Let's start with Ja versus 50, round 300 at this point. That's what it seems like because they just keep going at it almost, what, every so often it comes about? A couple times a year, semi-annually. True. So in this latest installment, Irv Gotti is the one that brought up and kind of reignited, relit the whole beef during the versus battle between Fat Joe and Ja Rule. So Irv Gotti was basically like, all y'all talking about all that 50 cent-ish he is the one that got beat up, stabbed up, shot up, and sued us. That's all I'm going to say. Your hero ain't what you think he is, period, and facts. Ooh. Very sassy from Irv Gotti. <laughs> so you know 50 Cent wasn't just going to let that ride. He had to come back and make his own statement. And he was like, I put their whole label out of business. Mm. F with me if you want to. I would stay out the way if I wasn't me. LOL. Is that a thinly veiled threat from 50? <laughs> Low key, like, even he's saying he wouldn't be in his way if he was his own. You know he's trying to say. He knew what he was trying to say, but. Basically, like, if I was you, I wasn't, I wouldn't play with me. Right, because he already knows what he's capable of. That's technically what 50 was saying. So, of course, he shot back. 
Ja Rule wasn't going to let 50 Cent saying something ride. So Ja Rule, of course, had to fire back on Big Tigger's show on V103 in Atlanta. Yeah, so when he went on the radio show, he said he liked to throw his head up there, his hat on there like he was the guy. Stop, man. Eminem made you, created you. You're nothing without that effing white boy. Stop. Wow, Ja. Wow, Ja. So aggressive after this nice harmonious versus battle. Well, I mean, it wasn't all the way harmonious. They were taking jabs at each other, but it it, it went back harmonious at the end. So, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't see the fallout going like this. But, of course, 50 Cent is King Petty. If you utter his name, he's going to have some smoke for you. So I'm honestly not surprised. Um, but do you think 50 is going to reply to what Ja said on V103? I think he is, because 50 Cent never backs down. And, of course, for him to say that Eminem created 50 Cent, you know he ain't going like that. <laughs> yeah. Low-key, I don't feel like he's really going to respond that much. Like, at the most, he'll put a lightweight Instagram post up, and that's mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't think it's going to be super tense or super aggressive like oh, or yeah. anything like that, like in the past. But I think 50 might make a, a quick joke about it on IG and then let that be that. Probably a little quick uh, Snyder mark, and that's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But while we were touching on what happened at the versus battle with Fat Joe and Ja Rule, one of the things that a lot of people were talking about was Fat Joe's remarks toward the ladies that night. You know, he, he had some not so great things to say about Lil Mo and Vita. He was basically like, yo, you got to feed those girls. They skinny. They look like they came from the crack house. Um, it was a little derogatory. A lot of people were surprised at Fat Joe because that really didn't seem like his character like that. So, of course, Lil Mo jumped online and was like, Fat Joe owes me an apology. Y'all go tell Fat Joe I need a genuine apology. Then, you know, his girl Remy Ma had to shoot back like, yo, you know Joe ain't on it like that. Mm -hmm. He apologized to you. He spoke to you. He showed you love. Um, Let's get on the phone and talk, basically. And you know what Lil Mo said back to that? She was like, F out of here. Who is you to tell me how to feel? So I'm like, oh, my God, this is about to go all the way left. Like, this is about to go left, and it doesn't have to. That was the thing. Because I'm like, nah, Fat Joe got online. He apologized. Like, why are they going back and forth on the Internet? It's about mm-hmm. to be bad. All of these people are with the ish, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I was just like, don't let this go bad. But Fat Joe did wind up apologizing again on Instagram Live. But Lil Mo, um, before he apologized again, Lil Mo basically took to TMZ to talk about why she felt so hurt by what Joe said. Yeah, what she said to TMZ was basically, you know, she just got kind of clean off of her opiate addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been on that for a while. and She said she's been cleaned. And she was saying um, that they never shared the stage with each other in almost 20 years. So she was very excited to be there. Right. And then um, it wasn't until her wasn't until her daughter had texted her saying, you know, that Fat Joe was talking too much. Cause so I guess at this time where Fat Joe was talking and saying all this banter, she really, she really didn't hear it. Right. It wasn't until other people were telling her and checking the comments on IG live that Fat Joe was talking greasy. Yeah. And it's like that. It can be like that at the versus battle. Cause you got so much going on in the back backstage. Mm -hmm. A lot of people linking up, haven't seen each other in years. So Mo could have been having a completely different conversation at the time when Fat Joe was saying what he said. Like, these versus battle, there's tons of people there, people flowing in and out from backstage, all of that. So I can see how she would have missed it initially, especially if she wasn't on the stage at the time when he said it. So I can see that, how she caught it after the fact. And then Fat Joe's apology, the immediate first apology, the one he hopped on Twitter and did that same night 
while mm-hmm. uh, while he was still at the venue. That one, it just seemed quick and thrown out there. So I could see how she was like, oh, yeah, I need a more genuine apology, like either to my face or over the phone, whatever. Um, but apparently it looks like they talked it out because Fat Joe put up a comment under the post of Lil Mo saying all of this to TMZ. And he was like, I'm sorry. I love you, Mo. And Lil Mo was like, I love you, Joe. So it looks like all is well and all is harmonious with Lil Joe. Lil Joe, Fat Mo, (laughs) Fat Mo, Lil Joe, all of them, okay? I'd love to see it. Come on, we love a peaceful resolution. (laughs) We do. Now, speaking of peaceful, you know what brings peace? What's that? Millions and millions of dollars. Mm, (laughs) And I feel like that's what Nas and Pusha T are about to make because they are investors in this new app. It's a new streaming platform and it's set to rival Spotify. Yes. And they are $5 million worth of investments. That's pretty big. Yeah. Nas and Pusha T are among this group of power players um, that are funding this new platform. And it was founded in 2018 and it's called Audis. It's a streaming service built on blockchain, which is like the same technology that cryptocurrency um, is used for. Like, mm. So like the same technology that Bitcoin uses, and it will basically allow artists to get paid quicker when people play their music. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So according to Rolling Stone, artists will announce a $5 million round of strategic funding later today. And amongst the people that are invested is Nas, Pusha, of course, Katy Perry, Jason Derulo, uh, Lincoln Parks, Mike Shinoda, Steve Aoki, and more. So <laughs> hmm. you got heavy hitters investing in this. These are people um, that are deeply ingrained in the music industry, people that know what they're doing. First of all, anything Nas is investing in, I feel like we should just automatically know to invest in too because this man's investment portfolio is crazy. He knows what he's like, doing. you know, investing in Uber, Lyft, one of those early on, like all of these things that Nas has invested on early on. If you look it up, He's, I'm surprised he's not in the Billion Club yet, honestly. Yeah, I feel really. like he's well on his way there. And one of the interesting points Rolling Stone pointed out was that this same type of thing is what happened with Tidal. So, like, if you remember the beginning of Tidal, it was Nicki Minaj, Kanye West, Beyonce, Rihanna, J. Cole. They were all invested into that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this might be kind of a rehashing of that. Like, oh, this is Tidal all over again, but except this time backed by blockchain technology. Right. It was only a matter of time before, you know, that type of thing started making its way into being other businesses and stuff like that. But I think with everybody joining up and investing, like, of course, one is going to it's going to take off. But right. do we need another streaming um thing for music? Because you got all of them. If they're bringing something else that these other ones aren't bringing, like if they have some exclusive content, because that was titles thing. Title had exclusive content music Mm -hmm. video and otherwise like they were streaming concerts on title they just had things that other music streaming apps didn't have plus jay-z was the face of it so it had all that going for them so if this new app artist uses nas as the face and uses Katy perry as a face and they say hey you can get this new you can get this new nas album but you can only stream it on artists or the new Katy perry music video is going to be released on artists exclusively for a month Mm-hmm. And then it'll be on all other streaming platforms. Like, that's how you get people to that streaming platform. I can see them making it happen. Yeah, I can see it too. So um, I'm excited. Yes, now let's talk about Posty Fest. Everybody in their mama has got a festival this year. <laughs> I don't know what it is in the air. I guess it's just people ready to be outside again. So they're like, all right, let me take advantage of that. 
But this year's Posty Fest, Lil Uzi Vert will be performing, Megan the Stallion, Polo G, Rod Wave, Jack Harlow. You know, you know I love Jack Harlow now. Do you? I do. Love some Jack. You also got Tyga performing as well as Roddy Ridge. And 2021's Hip Hop DX Rising star, of course, Flo Millie is on there. Yes. So he got a pretty good lineup. Uh Post did post it up on his page. It says Posty Fest 2021 lineup. Tickets on sale now at postyfest.com. And it's happening in Arlington, Texas on the weekend of October 30th and the 31st. Ooh, a little spooky season vibe. Exactly. And it's going to be taking place outside the Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium. Uh, So it should be a vibe. Posty Fest should be a little vibe. They're going to have carnival rides, games, food challenges, monster truck rides, karaoke. Oh, goodness. No, this sounds fun. Like, (laughs) I want to pull up to this. (laughs) This sounds fun. Get you some fried Oreos. Listen to Roddy Rich perform. It sounds like a vibe to me. It's like a almost like a fair, a festival yeah. with music performances. That's fun to me. I like stuff it. It really like that. is. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tyler the Creator opened the door for this, like with oh, his yeah. festival. Yeah. So Tyler's Camp Flognaw that started in 2012, and that has like kind of all these same type of elements, minus the monster trucks. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But, like, that same fair carnival type of vibe mm-hmm. mixed with a festival show, with a festival concert. So, I feel like Tyler, the Creator, kind of kicked that off for everybody. Like, even from the Dreamville festivals to the Astro World festivals, like, I feel like Tyler kind of ushered in that era. So, had to give him his props on that. But Posty Fest looks fun, though. Yeah, it definitely does. So, hopefully... I don't know if I'm going to make it because it's Halloween, but the (laughs) recap is going to be crazy. Right. (laughs) Now, let's get into some of this new music. It's New Music Friday. I feel like we need a jingle for that. We do. It's coming. New Music Friday. Hey. Let's listen to these bops. Yeah. All right. Now, let's start off with Seven Streeter. She is back. Oh, my goodness. I've been waiting for new music from Seven. Mm-hmm. i just been feeling like she's so underrated for so long. She's been writing all these vibes and bops for everybody else. But when she puts her music out, like, it's just different when it comes from her, when she actually sings the music she writes. So I like her more as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's put out her project, Drunk Words Are Sober Thoughts. So can't wait to vibe with that one. Also, Lil Nas X, you know, he's got people talking again. He's had, I feel like we talked about Lil Nas X every week for the past eight weeks. You saw that he just gave birth. Um, yep. Yep. So congratulations. The baby's here. The baby is finally here. Congrats, Lil Nas. Montero has arrived. Mm-hmm. Yes, the new project. Still haven't got a chance to listen to it yet because it's early o'clock right now. <laughs> um, but I will be listening to that later on today. Also, my fave, Mozzie, has dropped a new project called Untreated Trauma. I don't think anybody in hip-hop works harder than Mozzie or Currency. Like, these guys drop an album, like, three times a month. No lie. (laughs) He just dropped the project with YG not too long ago, the Mm -hmm. uh, Blood Cousins. And now he's already back with Untreated Trauma. And that I actually did start listening to at, like, 1 this morning. So, I already, I had to lose sleep for that one because I just love Mozzie so much. Also, another person, another people, another peoples, another group. Group. (laughs) (laughs) See, I told you it was early (laughs) o'clock. Another group I love, Van Jess. Oh, my goodness. Another people that, another people. Group girl. (laughs) (laughs) Another group that is just so criminally underrated, Van Mm -hmm. Jess. Their vocals are everything. Their, Their styling, the way they 
arranged their music. It's just everything. And they have a new project. Well, the deluxe version of their project, Homegrown, is out. So I always love a new Van Jess um, project or new songs from Van Jess. They performed at uh, this virtual festival, actually, recently that oh, yeah. I'm a brand ambassador for at the Crib Fest. And they did their thing. So I was like, we need this new project ASAP. And what happens? They put out the deluxe. So there's that. And then there's also Lance Skywalker, Tales from the Telescope. And Lance is on TDE, so you know it's always good to get a TDE release. Those are few and far between these <laughs> days. So we love anytime a TDE artist actually drops something. Lot to get to. Definitely a lot of music, so we're going to let you get into it. All righty then. That's going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you are listening to your podcast app. At Doesn't Matter the App. If it's Spotify, if it's Amazon Music, Stitcher, Podbeam, the iHeart app, if you're listening on your computer, wherever you are, subscribe and follow the podcast. And, you know, we got some cool things happening next week, too. So you definitely going to want to make sure you follow. For sure. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yeah, you can follow us, too. I am at Asia Sky on all social media platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. And we'll see you next week with more daily news. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah.